Welcome to Season 3. This is Diapers and Disciples, Episode 82. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a as mom. As a family. I'm Amber O'Hearn. I'm her husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her associate producer. And for Season 3, we are going to be doing something a little different. A lot of different. Surprise! So we're going to have a new format where we begin with, well, let me let me say it this way. It's going to be, the purpose of it is that couples can listen to it together. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be short form. We're hoping to get episodes done within 20 and 25 minutes so that you could listen to it late one night when you're really tired. You can turn it on while you're doing dishes. Mm-hmm while you're driving to your date night, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So that's about 20 or 25 minutes. Um, and we have a new format. Yes. So we're going to start with a story that explains how we're uh, miserable failures at raising <laughs> our kids. And uh, just to commiserate with you guys. Then we're going to get into the meat of the discussion. Uh, we have a lot of different topics uh, we want to talk about. Um, let me pull those up while you keep talking. Great. Uh, let me just say the reason why we decided to do this. We felt like we were seeing an epidemic of broken families and solid Catholic couples whose marriages were ending in divorce. And, and they all started off with the best intentions. Right. And no one goes to their wedding day thinking like, ah, this won't last. Right. But it was, something happened Mm -hmm. in between the amazing wedding day, two faithful Catholics Mm -hmm. um, who come together, and then something happened. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't usually one thing, but it was a a million things. Mm -hmm. And we certainly don't have the cure for the crisis. It's not not like we are like, we don't, this is how, this is how you do it. No, we just want to be a voice of encouragement. I think we're experts. <laughs> we did just have our third child. I have an argument. Our oldest is five. Have you heard of Malcolm Gladwell? No. Have you heard of his book? No. Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> Outliers. He said it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. Oh. So if you're trying to play the violin, spend 10,000 hours. Lucy's birthday was, how old is she? Five, five. years ago. And I did the math. Okay. We have been... Good. So if you add up the number of days, we've been her parents. Well, active duty parents. Okay. Like practicing being a parent. Multiply that by 12 hours a day. Because it's like 7 to 7 about... We also have hours in the night we're spending. 23,000 hours. Wow. That we've been Lucy's parents. So we're experts. At being Lucy's parents, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Five-year-old. I thought you were going to push back a little bit. Okay, well, I am going to push back. Here's why. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have been married for how many years? Six years. Six years. Going on a hundred. When I like want to look to people for advice who are like doing it, yeah, like married couples who have been married for. Let's say like 20, 25 plus years, they have 
kids that are they've raised and are grown into adults. Those are kind of the people that I'm looking to for advice. That's so true. So why are we doing this? Well, I'll say that you the reason why you can't be an expert by being a parent for 10,000 hours is because the rules are constantly changing. Mm. Whereas if you're playing the violin, it's just like play the violin, play the chords, learn the chords, do do do. Once you learn the chords and like the technique, spend 10,000 hours doing that and you got it down, but there's the rules are constantly changing with the kids. Yeah. And we're constantly true. trying to figure it out. So mm-hmm. we're that's why we're not experts. I just wanted to put you on the spot and try to embarrass you. Oh. Oh. So <laughs> moving on. Um so yeah. You wanted to talk about why I thought you already mentioned that. Well, you, you kind of jumped right into like <sighs> our thing and I was like, "Oh, what? I'll start with the why." And then you're like, Here's the plan, and so then it was mm, kind of... I talked about the how. You t- you're talking about the why. Right. Should we restart this? Nope. Okay. So, so the, yeah, we, here's the, the thing. You said the why was the breakdown of families, yes. and we want to be a voice of encouragement. Yes. And, and we're, we're not, not experts. experts. We're, we'll probably say that every episode. Yeah. If we forget, come back to this episode. So that's why we're sharing <laughs> personal stories of failure. Mm-hmm. Should I share my story of failure? Let's hear it. <laughs> Since this episode doesn't really have a topic, we just chose one of my many embarrassing moments and <laughs> decided to share about it. So my, I have many as well, but Cameron's are usually more in- interesting than mine, right? Yeah, I'm more interesting at being embarrassed. <laughs> um, so my intellectual hero is Dr. Peter Kraft. After I came into the faith um, in high school, whoa, what was that? Is that Here. how you pronounce his last name as yes, well? Yes, Craft. Okay. It's funny how many people get it wrong. Um, okay, so I read, I've read like 20 of his books. And I would sit in the Adoration Chapel reading his books. And I just, my mind just like came alive. And uh, I, I was discipled in the faith. I learned mm-hmm. like, like the fundamentals of the faith. This was like high school years. High school age. Yeah. So, like, he was my idol. I would, like, watch debates he's in. I downloaded podcasts he was in. I was, like, a super fan of him. Mm -hmm. Still am. One time I wrote to him through an email, and he sent me back a letter. I was just like, oh, my gosh, so touched. I still have it. Yeah. Um, I actually have it within arm's reach. Like, Mm. I could grab it right now. Do you want to tell them about who actually responded to the email? (laughs) <laughs> Mrs. Peter Craft, his wife. Uh, I love that because it's like yeah. I was like, she how stopped. do you? So how do you? Like I'm a new, newlywed. Like how do you manage all this? You write a bunch of books, and she responded and basically says he still needs to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> she like was reading his email and then responded as Doctor Peter Crave. So no, she. She said it was herself, though. I know. I thought but that was so she sweet. She was using his email. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, because I can just imagine a married couple who's been married for many years, and, like, you see an email come in, and it's like, oh, I'll just respond for him. I don't know. It's just, it I is, think that's a sweet story. It is endearing. Okay. Anyways. All right. So, so fast forward to a couple years ago, I heard he was speaking in Minnesota 
where we were living. So I uh, drove there and I could not find a parking spot and I got lost and the talk was over. So I didn't get to meet him. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, Amber told me he's speaking near Dayton, Ohio, which is where we live. So of course I'm going. So I uh, drove there, I got lost. <laughs> I was at the wrong building. Like, oh no, I'm gonna replay, miss him again. Replay. <laughs> yeah. I also sent Cameron the address before he left, so he knew the exact address, yeah. but it was the wrong address. Yes. So, so it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Glad you cleared that up because it's about to get really embarrassing. Yeah. Okay, so I, I go to his talk, it's like the end of the talk, and he's about to do question and answers, which is his favorite part of the talk. And it's like you can ask him anything and he's like off the cuff. He's really good. So that was exciting. So it's time for question and answers. And for question and answers, you have to go in the back to write on a note card, like what your question is. Mm-hmm. And then like my heart's beating. I'm like, what do I ask Dr. Peter Grave? I'm so nervous. So <laughs> go in the back. I start writing the question. And then I look around. I realize I'm the only one in the back. And I look up and there's Dr. Peter Grave walking in my direction. And I'm the only one in the back. Yes. I say, this is my moment. And you lock eyes. We lock eyes. He's like halfway to the back of the room. So it's one of those things where you're like, you see someone and you both look at each other, but you still have a long way to walk still. So we're looking at each other. And he's looking at me and like walking straight towards me. And you're like, this is my moment. <laughs> what do I, I say get to him? To meet a Dr. Peter Crave. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. So he, he, he comes up to me and he says... Wait, oh, okay, never mind, you're right, okay. He says, do you know where the bathrooms are? Because <laughs> he thought I worked there or something. And I said, no, but I can help you find it. And I stuck out my hand for a handshake and waited there. And he didn't shake my hand. And he said... No, it's okay. I'll find it myself. (laughs) And there's my hand just out there. And then he walks by me and then I follow him. So that was your moment. That was your, your, your childhood hero. You're Um, finally meeting him after all this time. That was your moment. And you said, this cannot be the end of it. Yeah. So you follow him. So I follow him. I'm like, I'm going to make this better. And then he starts walking the wrong direction. I'm like, Dr. Crave, the bathroom's in the other direction. He said, oh, thanks. And then went to the bathroom. That was, that was it? That was it. After the q and I, I got him to sign my book, and I got to say how much he meant to me, but... Yeah, it was so embarrassing. He had no idea how much he meant to me <laughs> in that moment. He was just looking for the bathroom. He thought I worked there. And I don't know why he didn't shake my hand. He was like... Maybe he needed to wash. Yeah, his maybe hands. he like maybe sneezed he in his hands or something. The... Yeah. That, I just, that's... I just love that you were so confident, stuck out your head. <laughs> I know. I was like, "This is a great no. idea." Do you know where the bathrooms are? <laughs> no, no, but, but I, I can, can help you find them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they are, but I'm going to be like a leader on an expedition. Come this way. I can help you. I'm really good at finding bathrooms. Oh, um, uh, Dr. Kraft. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That has no connection to our topic, but that's an idea of embarrassing failures, whatever, whatever can help 
make it clear that we're not experts right. and uh, we're still learning. We're just here growing. to encourage you and to be helpful to you. Mm-hmm. So also. We've learned things through our mistakes, and we want to share those with you. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of the content comes from. Speaking of content, at least once a month, we want to have a long-form discussion on topics that need a long-form discussion, longer than 20 minutes. So we're talking like an hour or more. Those unedited long-form discussions will be available to patrons, because we want to give more and more value to our patrons. And those episodes are not just going to be Cameron and I. Those will be yeah, interview style episodes. So those are episodes where, because we're not expert parents or experts in marriage, we are going to talk to another couple interview style. That long form interview will be for the patrons yes. of the podcast. But that will be also edited down to a 20-minute version for everyone. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we still want to give... If you're not a patron, that's okay. We still want to give you some value and encouragement. Yes. So those interview episodes, once a month, 20-minute episode for everyone listening. And then for the patrons, they'll have the full um, long-form discussion uh, with the with the other couple, the guest mm-hmm. couple. So a couple of long-form discussions we want to have are things like raising adults mm-hmm. versus raising children, like a new paradigm shift for raising adults, um, disciplining kids and what that looks like. That t- that's <laughs> We're going to need a long time to talk through that. Yeah. Um, things like that. Uh, yeah. And then short natural, form. Natural family. Natural family planning. Yeah. A lot of questions come up with that. Yeah. And then short form discussions, we have a ton of stuff, like a docket here of just like a lot of stuff to talk about. And basically all of this content for this season primarily comes from the survey results that I've gathered over the last year from the website. So if you have sent in a response that is now on this document of topics we're going to cover in this coming season. And if it takes a long time to talk about it, or if we're not experts at it, at it, that's why we'd want to bring in someone who does have experience. So things like infertility, right. that deserves a long form discussion. Or we have a lot of topics for short form, like dealing with anxiety, staying in love, having a prayer routine, sex life, uh, post baby, like losing sleep, like all that stuff, uh, pressure from your family growing up, like how to live your life now, um, keeping your house orderly, which is like all across the map. Mm-hmm. And we basically have a vision, a like long-term vision. If the, if the problem is, and I heard this in a, in a documentary I was watching the other day, one of the first things they said was, love is a feeling. <laughs> monogamy is a social construct. Oh, no. I was like, okay, that's that's a big root of the problem. People, quote unquote, fall out of love, which means for a lot of people, they stop feeling like they like the other person and it's an emotion. So the problem is like a massive breakdown of families. 
So what we want to be a part of, we're not going to offer the solution, but what we want to be a part of is encouraging you for like the times when it's really hard, mm -hmm. when your marriage is just like, you just don't like the other person at all and mm -hmm. don't know why you married them and feel like you're at the end of your rope. Mm -hmm. Your schedule's packed and your kids are unruly and your husband's a schlub <laughs> and you just you feel like you can't stay above water and you're dealing with postpartum depression like there's yeah it's hard mm -hmm. it's hard to be married i think that has been the most surprising thing for me being married is how hard it is yeah and how it's like every day i need to be praying for the grace and the guidance and yeah, what we need. Yeah. So the long-term vision is 50 years from now, you have children who respect you. You have children who are in the faith, who are disciple makers. You love your spouse, your best friends. You have a ton of memories <laughs> that you can recall of, like raising your family together. You're on good terms with your extended family. You have a mission you've fulfilled, but you're not done yet. You're going into retirement, like loving the Lord, loving your life. Um, loving his world. finally getting sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and the vision is just a happy, holy marriage and just the vision of eternity. So, we're going to do a lot of topics, but we're not going to stay in one zone. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a parenting podcast yeah. or a marriage podcast yes. or a prayer podcast. Mm -hmm. But living out the Great Commission as a family is like really comprehensive. Like a lot of the things we need to touch on to get us from A to Z. Right. So prayer, you know, relationship with God is most important. But relationship with your spouse comes next. Mm -hmm. And relationship with your kids is right under that. And everything else comes after that. So God, spouse, kids, everything else. And that's kind of how we're breaking things up. And right. that's kind of the vision. And I think that's gonna, going to give a just a fullness to the podcast. Um, I've really enjoyed, you know, the last couple seasons of... Uh, interviewing other moms and really like focusing in on on motherhood but I what I am hearing from people through you know the emails and through reviews is that people really want to you all really want to hear more about a, like a, a bigger picture a fuller picture which includes marriage which includes prayer and your relationship with the Lord and includes the whole fullness of family life. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the levels of patrons? Since we, we touched on sure. being a patron and the value people will get from that. Let's pull that up. What was the, um, if you gave it a certain level. Yes. Yeah, so the, so there's a $4 level. Mm -hmm. There's a $10 level mm -hmm. and there's a $20 level. Mm -hmm. So the $4 level, if you would be willing 
to sacrifice one latte or mocha or favorite espresso drink a month, you're going to get all of the uh, bonus episodes that have been recorded up to this point. And any exclusive episodes we do just for patrons. Right. So those pretty much up to this point have been bonus material with all the past guests. Cameron and I have done like a couple episodes, bonus episodes that are already recorded on there, and then all of our future uh, bonus content. Then there's the $10. Yes. Which is that plus the mama care package. Or now it'll be probably... Mommy daddy care package? Yeah. Put some beef jerky in there. (laughs) Put a wallet in there. (laughs) That'd be cool. Yeah. Put hunting advice. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have experience in that? Nope. Okay. For 10 and $20 patrons, well, let's just stick with the $10 patron for now. You get an annual, basically, care package. Yeah. So you don't know when you're going to get it. Yes. But it'll come. Yes. So this past year I sent it out. I think in it was before What was in it? It was probably in March. I was planning on sending it out on Mother's Day, but then I I was thinking let's do it before we have the baby. So I think it went out in March this year and it included a um magnet from Annunciation Designs. Um it included a a wallet, a little zipper yeah. pouch whatever. Uh, with St. Therese of Lisieux on it yeah, from awesome. uh, Fabiola Garza. Is yeah, that her last name? I think so. Yes. So And uh, a book. Yes, two books. So everyone oh, got Practice of the Presence of God. Yeah. And then everyone also got a second book, which um, some of those were like books from past guests. Yeah, it's or... a thing where you open it up and you just feel loved and cozy. <laughs> Yeah, that's You're what I hope happens. Ready, ready yeah. to be alone. You're like, oh, awesome. Oh, this isn't so bad, is it? <laughs> and look at these nice things. And yeah. Maybe this time around we'll give some coffee and mm-hmm. munchies. And I'm thinking of the, the dads. But... Yeah. That's Anyways. Great. Yeah, so $4 is basically cost of an espresso. $10 is the cost of a bottle of wine yeah. for my wife. But really, it's to get the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it, be, it, what cover, it exactly. It's going to cover the expenses. So, what's the, the $20 podcast. one? That's kind of what we're talking about. It's like the sustainers. Those are, so it's basically everything that the $10 one yeah. is getting. Plus, you have the knowledge, or you have the. You're one of five people. You are one of five people. If five people were giving at this $20 level, then we would be covering our expenses for the yeah. podcast. Yeah. So that would be sustaining. We don't make term. money. We just like... The, it's sustaining the hard costs. Yes, exactly. Like website and media storage and upkeep and software. Exactly. Kind of stuff. Yes. Cool. So if you could be one of five people doing that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And you... Yeah. The big thing now is you get access to a bunch of long-form discussions that are going to be really rich and valuable. And let me say one other thing. Okay, but be quick. Okay. We're running up on our time. Hopefully I can say this, but I just read that even if you can't, even if there aren't, if you can't give it one of the levels that's set, that you can just give on Patreon, like not under a level. Like say you can't give $4 a month, but you were like, I just want to give you a dollar a month you won't get access to the bonus material and all that, but you just feel like, oh, I'd love to be able to give a little something. You can actually log on and just sign up to cool. give like a dollar a month. That's very or cool. Or something. So. Very cool. Yeah. 
yeah, please do that and help us out. And uh, we love doing this. So thank you. Um, also, leave, uh, while you're at it, leave feedback and ask some questions. Mm-hmm. So if there's a fifth Friday to the month, because now we're releasing these on Friday. Oh, right. In order to give you and your spouse time to listen to it together. Or listen to it separately on a commute and yep. then come back and talk about yep. it. Yep. But we want to give you it when you have more time. Right. Uh, so if there's a fifth Friday in the month, we're just going to do like a fun episode. Just like play a game. I'll try to embarrass Amber or something. And then we'll answer listener questions. Mm-hmm. So ask your questions and leave us feedback. So we want questions and feedback. Do you like the new format? Do you like me? <laughs> Why do you hate me? Where do you want Is it my to leave fashion us? style um... that you hate? Why don't you like me? So answer all those questions. Email you. Okay. Yeah, give out your email. Yeah. Um, Amber at diapersanddisciples.com. Or you can go to the contact page of the website. Amber at diapersanddisciples.com. Leave your feedback and questions. Yep. Or you can even do it on your podcast app if you just want to leave a review and just... Because, I mean, we read all those anyway. So that is also a great way to do that. Great. So really quick as a summary, and then we'll close out. So, yes. Because people, people are dating each other right now, and they just want to get on with it. Okay. Let's okay. Go. So we, we'll start with a story. Yes. Talks about our failures. <laughs> we'll go into the meat of the discussion. And then we will leave you with a saint quote mm-hmm. or church teaching to help just like give a foundation to what we're saying. Right. Because it's not just like we're like running around in the dark trying to figure this out. We have people who trailblaze before us, mm-hmm. like masters of the faith. And so that are wiser than we are. <laughs> yeah. So we don't we don't just want to be like I think there's a lot of podcasts out there just like, well what do you think? Well what I don't know what I feel this not. And it's like Which those are enjoyable to listen to. No. Let me say something <laughs> don't about shoot it. Them down. I'm not shooting them down. <laughs> yes, they they they're valuable. Yes. But I think we can get too caught up in like opinions and like the newer things and and like like everyone's opinion is equal let's talk about like what's really gonna help marriage and family and mission from the wisdom of from, scripture yeah. the this saints, is like the catechism the recipe to follow yeah like how do you want to make cake like i don't know we could just kind of <laughs> yeah. how do you make cake just do whatever we want like there's a there's best practices mm. All right, here's the quotes we'll leave you with. We're going a little bit over time, but I'll just read them off. We don't even have to comment on them. Okay. And this is just like vision casting. Okay. First is Familiaris Consortio by Pope John Paul II. And uh, paragraph one says this. Just listen to this. The family in the modern world as much as and perhaps more than any other institution has been beset by the many profound and rapid changes that have affected society and culture. Many families are living this situation in fidelity to those values that constitute the foundation of the institution of the family. Others have become uncertain and bewildered over their role or even doubtful 
and almost unaware of the ultimate meaning and truth of conjugal and family life. That's the problem. Okay, this is from Gaudium at Spes. The family is a kind, this is paragraph 52 of Gaudium et Spes from uh, Vatican II. The family is a kind of school of deeper humanity, but if it is to achieve the full flowering of its life and mission, it needs the kindly communion of minds and the joint deliberation of spouses, as well as the painstaking cooperation of parents in the education of their children. The active presence of the father is highly beneficial to their formation. The children, especially the younger among them, need the care of their mother at home. This domestic role of hers must be safely preserved, though the legitimate and social progress of women should not be underrated, underrated on that account. Who close call. <laughs> We'll get into that another time, <laughs> not in our first episode. Finally, let the spouses themselves, made to the image of the living God and enjoying the authentic dignity of persons, be joined to one another in equal affection, harmony of mind, and the work of mutual sanctification. Thus, following Christ, who is the principle of life, by the sacrifices and joys of their vocation, and through their faithful love, married people can become witnesses of the mystery of love which the Lord revealed to the world by his dying and his rising up to life again. Can I read one more? I think so. Okay. This is from Catechism 1642. That is Faustina. I'll go grab her. Okay, go grab her. I'm going to read this. How can I ever express the happiness of a marriage joined by the church, strengthened by an offering, sealed by a blessing, announced by angels, and ratified by the Father? How wonderful the bond between two believers, now one in hope, one in desire, one in discipline, one in the same service. They are both children of one father and servants of the same master, undivided in spirit and flesh, truly two in one flesh. Where the flesh is one, one also is the spirit. We'll leave all those quotes in the show notes. Um, go be happy and holy. Faustina, anything you want to say to close this out? She's really shy. <laughs> All right, peace. Oh, we gotta close the prayer. Oh, that's what we do. That's what we do. Let's do it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time to be together, me and Amber, and those who are listening. I pray you give us your Holy Spirit so we can be united um, in our mission. United in discipline, united in love, um, united in mission. Um, Faustina just puked. <laughs> Classic. We love you, Lord. Please give us the grace to uh, live a life um, for you, with you. Um, unite us 
as couples, uh, give us wisdom for our children, and the perseverance to live our missions. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.